Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love, linked in the show notes. It's not like the whiteboarding interview questions. It's like whiteboarding your ideas and things you want to make happen and just sort of imagining the concepts and seeing what you might need to do to make them reality. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, this is Joseph Ogin. And I'm a product manager. I built platforms used by AOL, Coca-Cola, and National Geographic. I love listening to We Are LA Tech because Esprit and her team really make it easy for us to understand the LA Tech community and really break down how companies and users can utilize this new emerging technologies to build businesses and connect with their communities. You can follow me online at josephhogin.com. That's Joseph Hogin, H-O-L-G-U-I-N.com. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Stick around. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. Today's personal spot is about our own self-limiting beliefs. So I created, it's actually one of my teammates suggested it, a self-critic trash. And so what it is, I got myself a little notebook. I just found it in my cupboard. Um, The notebook title says, You Are Epic. And I have this little old fishbowl from actually my first startup that I put next to me, next to my desk. And whenever I have a negative self-limiting belief, I write it down. I put a big like error, error, you know, the zero with the slash and I throw it into the trash. I think our mind is 
real estate. And if any of the capacity of my mind is going towards thoughts that don't serve, empower, energize both me and the people around me, then like, what's the point of that? That does nothing for for anyone. So it's a little experiment for myself. I'm curious to see how it works out. But so far, (laughs) I mean, sadly, and also awesome. I have, I think, three or four things in there, and it's only day one. So we'll see how it goes. But it definitely feels empowering. So I suggest it. Enjoy the next episode. Tech Podcast spotlighting Los Angeles tech companies and talent. So excited to bring you our next guest coming at us from Santa Monica. Welcome, Morgan. Hi. Hey. Told you I was a little hyper. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Morgan, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. Hey, so I'm Morgan. Um, I work in programming. Uh, I work as a data engineer mostly in Python, some Golang. Um, I'm a little bit of a noob there, so I'm always excited to learn more about that. And the company I work for is Persephone with an F. We do carbon management accounting software, so pretty much accounting, but for sustainability in the environment and helping companies figure out how they can improve that. And who is your target customer? The primary customer for us is the sort of like VP of uh, environment and sustainability and things like that. And then they may bring people on to to help with that, but um, pretty much the the person looking over accounting that for their company. <laughs> so I'll say the the VP of uh, environment. And you just recently moved to Los Angeles. What brought you to Los Angeles, and where did you come from? Uh, the, other yeah. than your mom, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I moved here two months ago, um, and I moved here from New Jersey. Uh, I moved to Hoboken five years ago for work. And I moved here because I can. I'm fully remote now. My company's in Arizona. But uh, I drove my car from New Jersey to here uh, at the end of December. And I moved here because I just really like the energy. Obviously, it's winter and it's nicer here. But I just wanted to get out, be active more. Like every weekend, I play volleyball. And I actually played that all the time in high school and college. That was like my number one sport. So it's kind of the perfect place for that. Volleyball, yes. But like why LA and not Austin or something? Because I'm sure Austin has volleyball. So like why? That's or Miami, true. I, and and I mean, like too. I said, I, grew, I started playing volleyball at Sand Courts in Colorado. So, you know, you can find it anywhere, like anything. I think it's just the overall like atmosphere. Um, and, and there's fit people everywhere and fitness and, and people who are like making things happen and like really active, cool environments in different ways. But I think just sort of the very specific feel of LA is um, it's very friendly that way. And it's just sort of like the, the nature of it is, is uh, just right. You know, I I don't know how else to put it. Like, it's just very, yeah, it's easy to get out and, uh, and get active. And I think the nature of it is just very fun, you know? And you chose Santa Monica out of all the areas in LA. Was that because we're close to the beach and why not Venice? Like why Santa Monica? Well, there's a couple things. Like, of course, there's the whole everything is different on paper and on Google Maps. So the whole plan is to start in Santa Monica and feel out different neighborhoods. So I may move around. Um, right now, I'm in sort of a shorter term situation, just like three monthlies. This switches month to month. I found a place I love in downtown Santa Monica, but I'm like, I'm, you know, I need to feel out the neighborhoods first. Um, yeah, that's smart. So, yeah, because. All right. So. <laughs> 
it, at first I was going to go downtown LA because I'm like, yeah, subway, you know, coming from the East Coast. I'm like, I want to be by a subway stop. <laughs> and everyone's like, are you? No, no, that, no, just no. That doesn't work in LA. No, that's <laughs> so, not a thing. Yeah, here. exactly. Everybody says it. It seems like it's growing and getting better. And I'd love to see it continue to grow and get better. But, but yeah, for now, I have a car. Santa Monica and Venice are pretty bikeable. Um, so I try to just ride my bike everywhere around here. But yeah, I still have a car and the plan is, yeah, to start here, branch out. So it's easy to get around locally and it's easy to, yeah, get to the beach. And then my plan was to sort of just like spiral out and uh, go from here. And when did you become a developer? When did that whole journey start for you? Pretty much I became a developer. I've always been a computer person. I've always geeked out about everything, you know, since I was a kid, built my own PC and all that. But I never really thought about becoming a developer until um, I had a gap semester because I planned things wrong (laughs) because I got too excited for a study abroad for photography, actually. But I had a gap semester because I missed a class that was only once a year. And so I filled that with a boot camp Um, and it was a it was a full stack boot camp. And I'm like, I really like this. I like making things. I'm way into the computer science stuff now. But at the time I was like, I just want to make things. And so I got into that through the boot camp. And yeah, it just went from there. And what are you looking for in terms of community here in Los Angeles? Like, I know it's really important for engineers to be surrounded by other engineers that may know more than than they do. What would help propel you where you are in your career? What are you looking for to feel integrated into the LA tech community? I think one is on a very basic level, it's just good to have people to geek out with, you know, like <laughs> see where things develop from there. So just a basic friends level. I guess, like I said, when I moved to the East Coast, I made some good friends, but I wasn't, I was sort of locked into work and, and, you know, making that happen. And I think I just have a different attitude about just making friends everywhere and and you meet smart people all over the place. So um, I think there's sort of that foundational layer, I guess, just the basics. So I'll just say it's starting with the basics, just developing friendships, see where they go, people to have things in common with and do fun stuff with really basic. <laughs> and what resources have you found so far? Like you said, you that you play volleyball all the time. How did you even find the volleyball matches? Oh yeah. Yeah. I just looked for a volleyball league for that. But actually even before that, um, because I, I started with co-living when, when I'm looking for apartments here, I'm like, let's start with co-living because it's cheaper and you're getting into like a group chat with other people who are also looking for places and new to the area and want to do things. Um, so actually that was the first thing is getting these group chats with people that are in the same boat. And I just dropped like a message like, Hey, anyone want to play volleyball? And tons of people said yes. And I was so excited because we could just go. It was very spontaneous um, and it happened. And then we joined a league and I met some other people through that. And then you get sort of the overlap and, You can combine groups and mix and match and grow from there. It's something that hasn't really come up on the podcast before is there's a ton of great co-living spaces. There's Outsite, there's Stay Open. What are some of them that come to mind for you uh, when someone's looking to move here or maybe is just looking to move around and experience different areas like you plan to do? Yeah, I started with Outsite and I really like them um, so far. I haven't used any other ones yet. And that's O-U-T-S-I-T-E, by the way. That's right, outsite.co. And they're really great. They have, you know, someone focused on bringing community together and doing occasional events and, you know, as as COVID safe situations as you can right now, you know, um, outdoor events and things. 
Yeah, so that's the only one I've used. Um, when I first got here, I stayed in a hostel for a bit. I stayed in a hotel for a couple of nights. Like I explored a bunch of things, but I would definitely recommend co-living. If you know you want to go somewhere and you just sort of want to like integrate and meet other people, whether it's for a couple of months or longer term. And how have you been plugging into community? I know you and I got to go to a dinner the other night, which was really cool. What are some of the other things that you've done to integrate into the LA Tech community? And that's part of why I found you is I'm like, I remember this awesome podcast about we are LA Tech. So that's obviously number one. Um, and it's you have uh, it's an amazing resource. Uh, but but yeah, I think just sort of finding the group chats to get into different groups with certain interests. And there's always like h- hiking things and, you know, whatever your interest is. Um, I'm still looking for more tech events. And I think kind of I mentioned this a little bit before, but like half the people I'm playing volleyball with are in tech in some degree or another, you know? So I think one is just get out and do something that you like to do and that you're comfortable doing uh, to interact with other people. Um, And you'll probably find some people that have stuff in common. And then uh, two, yeah, get in the group chats, um, whether that's through outside, through Facebook groups, or sorry, co-living like outside, or Facebook groups with a certain interest, um, or whatever groups. I, I feel like Facebook groups are weirdly active. Like, I never touch it, but you can always find, like, a Facebook group for things. Totally. Is your company remote, or are all of you based here? Yeah, we are fully remote. Uh, I mean, they do have an office, but, like, but, yeah, they're, they are focused on hiring and remote. So- and we're still hiring. So, <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to shout out if somebody wants a job. <laughs> Like, I'm just here as me, you know, I'm not like representing the company, but we are definitely always hiring and uh, I work with a lot of really smart people. I'm honestly so honored to be there. And we'll throw this out here while we're here. But they actually, we actually just started a podcast. So uh, so I'll shout that out too. I'm not making it, but the CEO is making it and bringing in a lot of really um, smart people. But it's Persephone.com slash podcast. Climate Tech with Kintara, the name of our CEO. So I love that. Do you have other teammates based in L.A. as well, or are you the only one? So coincidentally, like, I made the decision to move to L.A., uh, and then um, I was just talking with my manager, and he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here too. <laughs> no way. How cool. So I wasn't, like, trying to move over here to, to get closer. But, yeah, we have a handful of people out here, and we're getting more. But right now it's just a handful of people in L.A. Very cool. And walk me through more about your life as a programmer. On a day-to-day, week-to-week, what's important to you as you curate your new Los Angeles life and want to form that community here? Like, how can we serve you to have the best life and experience in LA possible? We as yeah. the collective we, the all we of us. We as a community. Yeah. yeah. And just other people in the area who also want to do it. I'm very bad at like asking for help. So, <laughs> but, but in terms of like, what do we need? Like, what what do I think is valuable for getting started? I think, like I said before, it's just good to to remember your life outside of work first, kind of to have these other things. Maybe it's adjacent. Maybe it's still in tech, uh, but it's still good to get out and interact with people. I think I've realized in like 2020, 2021, that the more I sort of neglected my after work out, you know, like my out of work life, the more that it affected my work life. So I think uh, just focusing on the basics with that is very important. And then there's a bunch of things I can geek out about, like make sure you have a good setup. (laughs) Yeah, no, geek on it. Go for it. All right. I will say, uh, I will say to keep it simple, uh, 
just get a good desk and a good chair and a good like second location, whether it's a couch or like, you know, if you're somewhere where weather permits, go somewhere outside, <laughs> a cafe. Um, yeah. So, so those are basics for just like personal setup, but, but yeah, I think getting out is, is very important. So, uh, joining all these groups, like I said, I think, um, we've already talked about it, but I, but that's really my focus. And I think that's what I'd recommend. So, one of the things that's most important to you being here, new to LA, is expanding your network, getting to meet a lot of cool people. And specifically, you were sharing with me that you really want to meet with people where you could exchange and share ideas. What does that look like? Is that like a, a matchmaking event? Is that just like chilling at a at a coffee house? Uh, what kind of ideas do you want to do you want to share? Yeah, so I think uh, it's hard because it's hard to predict something like that. A lot of times it's very serendipitous, but um, I told someone at a meetup before uh, on the East Coast that they're like, so what do you like to do? I'm like, man, if I could just like talk ideas with people in front of a whiteboard, be like, oh, like you have a business, like what do you want to build or, or what's your, what do you want to make happen with your life? Like I really love that energy and just sort of uh, connecting on that. And What a fun event that would be, just like all sitting Okay, wait, the outside Santa Monica location, ha- I don't know if they still have it, but had a room with a big dry erase board and it would be so cool to sit <laughs> and everybody's just like idea yeah. brainstorming their, their everything Yeah, else and like ideas. one of my best friends in college, we met in business writing class, but we were just like report, we made it like a amazing report on this, you know, business and, but we just brainstormed ideas. And I think the way I said it to the person at the meetup you know, I'm like, yeah, I love just like whiteboarding people. It's like, wait, you love whiteboarding? I'm like, no, not like that. Not like, you know, here's, yeah, it's not like the whiteboarding interview questions. It's like whiteboarding your ideas and things you want to make happen and just sort of imagining the concepts and seeing what you might need to do to make them reality. 100%. Where do you see yourself with what you're doing right now, where you want to go? Where are you right now in your career and, and what do you aspire for? Yeah. Um, right now, like I said, I'm in a pretty, like, I'm, very grateful to be where I am. Like it's, it's mind blowing <laughs> the, the, the level of people I get to work with. And I think, um, I just like being able to, I guess for a long time, I've been looking at the whole digital nomad thing and now I'm like able to do it kind of, and, uh, LA's home base. But, uh, this summer I'm hoping to, uh, go over to Europe and, and Portugal and, and just meet with more people there. Kind of same thing, get to know people and their ideas and, uh, just enjoy that energy. <laughs> but as far as where I'm going, yeah, just building things with people and helping people make things happen. Uh, there's just so much that, you know, we would benefit from as a society, but like, I guess there's lots of sparks out there and, and maybe it's my mind. Like I, I get all these sparks like, oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. This would be cool. But it's like, okay, how do you get the structure, get the, the thing that will sustain that spark so that it can grow? For all the LA tech companies thinking about opening an office and choosing whether to like, you know, as the p- pandemic resolves, we're going to open an office or we should stay remote. What do you recommend? Um, I'm a big fan of remote as long as it's it's um, you can support it in a way that's actual remote, not just COVID remote, <laughs> meaning better async communication, um, making sure that people are able to take care of themselves inside and outside of work, you know, fitness, um, community, all those things. Can you share with us ways that async communication is done really well in a remote team for a remote culture? I think is a, is a broad concept. Um, 
there's just sort of the uh, the overhead of time for planning and things, you know, like if you default to a 30 minute meeting every day for this, then like you're going to get a 30 minute meeting every day where you do stuff, but it's not a guarantee that you'll be producing value for that whole 30 minutes. Um, so I guess uh, it's nice. One thing that uh, I've seen done is, you know, people are sending more like videos, like you can just do a quick little screen recording or uh, like a video message to the team more for broader things. At least for me, that's nice because then I tend to overthink things a lot and I can like spend forever tweaking a doc. I guess one other thing I'd say is that the documentation will improve. You will have way better docs if you're communicating asynchronously because you can write it down and it's that's not just something that's, you know, meeting notes. You can make it part of your documentation and you can get kind of like a two for one for that. Um, so I'm still filling out a lot of the ways to improve async communication, but I think it just enables people to work at their peaks more, you know, um, like we're not all productive at exactly the same times every day. And I think sort of maximizing those productive hours for every different person is more possible. If somebody just landed in L.A. today, what do you highly recommend that they do? Yeah, I'd, I'd say my recommendation was volleyball because that's what I did. But it's it's a good social activity and you're active um, and you're outside and it's amazing weather. Um, that's the easy one. I can add another one if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, add another one. <laughs> I feel like lots of people pick up surfing here. And I'll mention this because I think it's not as bad as people think. A, you're in the water. So if you fall, you know, it's not as bad. A lot of these beaches, like, you can get started getting on a wave, like, and you're still wading in. Like, you you don't have to swim 30 minutes out to, to catch a wave. Like, you can just hop in the water with some people, and people are really friendly and willing to help you out, too. And um, it's a good way to relax and and maybe meet other people starting out too. And who's an LA uh, tech company or person you've come across lately who's really impressed you? Oh, okay. There's one that I'm really interested in. I haven't um, gotten too deep into them yet, but uh, it's actually called Neurosity. They are like a mind-reading headset thing, <laughs> which I think you can program it too, but I think their main product is uh, – it helps you identify, basically get yourself into focus mode. So it identifies when you're not focusing well and it can sort of help you get there is, I think, the basic value prop of it. So, Do you happen to know where in L.A. they're based? Uh, I don't. I just know that uh, the founder that I came across, Alex Castillo, we have shared a common interest uh, with uh, Front End Framework, which is the opposite of what I do. But I spend so much time thinking about it. <laughs> but, but I don't know where in L.A. Their base. And this does not need to be an LA, but what is your like can't live without either mobile app or website? Something that you just like really love and use all the time. Oh yeah. This is another like unexpected one because I never thought I would love something in this category this much, but tail scale. It is so useful. Um it's it basically makes it easy to connect computers together. It's like your own little VPN, kind of. Um, it's amazing. It's just so simple and great. Anybody who has more than one computer and wants to connect to them, whether it's by SSH or, um, or whatever, like uh, it just makes that life so much easier. And the way they do it's really cool, technically, too. T-A-I-L-S-C-A-L-E. One last question is, what book do you recommend we all read? First to mind is Finite and Infinite Games. Um, What's that about? It's been a while, I think, since I read it. So a lot of people probably have already read it. It's 
it's not like brand new, but it's it's a couple years old. I would say it's about being aware sort of what game you're playing effectively. Like there are some games where they're finite, where it's like you have a goal. You will win when you reach this stage. And some games that are infinite, they're kind of more like um, cycles or just something that you can do continuously. Um, and for me, a big takeaway is just be aware, try and be aware of what you're doing and what you want to do. And like, I think a saying is, you know, make sure you're not playing a game that you don't want to win. <laughs> I don't even know if that's from the book, but um, but it's just a fun thing, fun like thought exercise on all the different um, ways things work together. How can people connect with you? Yeah, so I'm mostly on Twitter, uh, M-R-G-N-W, like Morgan W without the vowels, uh, and on Instagram, which is the same with a two at the end, M-R-G-N-W-2, or LinkedIn. Thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. To connect and collaborate with the Los Angeles tech community, remember to go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Morgan Williams. I work at Persephone as a senior data engineer. We do carbon management accounting platform, helping companies measure their impact and improve it. I'm in Santa Monica, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.